Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shikha, and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm really grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. And uh, if you have any questions or videos that you'd like me to do, just put it in a comment below. And if I have the time or if I think I can do a good job on it, then I'll do one. In this one, I wanted to speak to you about planning and some nuances of planning with regards to INFJs. And this is something that I've noticed in all of the INFJs that I know. And I'm not saying that that's a huge subset of the population, but... But I think I can extrapolate from that, that INFJs are, you know, not only are we planners, but we have, I think we take planning to a different level. You know, we, um, we don't just plan, but we really plan. And um, I wanted to give you some examples from my life that kind of illustrates it so that you get an idea of what I'm actually talking about. So... One of the things that I do quite often, as you might have known already, if you watch my videos, that I kind of move, uh, um, not from place to place quite often, but I do end up moving quite a bit more than the normal individual. And I've lived in three or four different places in the past two, three years. So I, I move, I would say, every few months and not only do I move within the city itself that I'm in, but I also move countries, right? And whenever I move to a new country, and if it's a country that I've never been to before, you know, it's kind of, I'm not moving there for a holiday, I'm moving there to live. So I, I, I try to live in a place nomadically, but I live in a place for six months or more. And so when you're living in a place, of course, you kind of get to know the place a little bit deeper, but it's also that you can't just be living like a tourist. You know, you can't just be going to expensive restaurants all the time or you can't be staying in a place that's really you know, an expensive hotel. You can do that for two, two weeks. You can do that for a month. But then you really have to make it more sustainable and you have to start living like a local. And my main 
interest in you know moving around so much and being a nomad the way I do it is to live like a local in different places. I want to move to different places and then live like, like a local there to learn more about the culture of the place. So you know when I moved to Thailand, I, I lived like a local there as much as possible, and I learned about how local people live and what they eat and how they speak and you know the culture where they go on a holiday. The same thing when I moved to Bali recently. But then I, you know, kind of noticed that I do these things, um, and I, I, I started noticing this about myself, and I didn't realize. I, I think I'm, I was doing it unintentionally, and it's just a, some something that I do in order to prepare myself for the future. And what I do is that whenever I come to a new place, I start roaming around the place to mark out everything that's around me. So first of all. You know, I'll kind of do a little perimeter of the place that I'm living in. So if if I'm staying in a in a in one area, I'll kind of if it's like Lutundu, I'll go around the area itself and walk around or drive around and see what's there. You know, what are the food places? Which food places look busy? Which food places don't look busy? Where where are all the people standing around milling about? You know, what are people buying? You know, are they what are, are they buying fruit from this particular place and then they're buying rice, fried rice from this other place? Um, where are they getting their motorbikes fixed? You know, where do they get their gas mm, and things of like that? And what kind of clothing are they buying? And then, so you know, I'll kind of do like a perimeter <laughs> recon mission, and then you know, I'll kind of extend the perimeter bit by bit. So I'll start like going further out, you know, to other city or towns around the area, and then a little bit further out and seeing what's there around that, and a little bit more further out. Eventually, over a month or two. Especially if I have a good way of transportation, like a good method of transportation. So right now I have a bike, a motorbike, a scooter, I should say, and so it's pretty easy to get around. So it's very easy for me in a couple of months to recon pretty much the entire area that I want to. So I was able to go to a lot of Ubud and look at a lot of the different places to eat. Look at all the places that people work at. You know, all the places that they um, they buy clothes at, all the random places that I want to know about, and. In a lot of cases, during these recon missions, what we're doing is that we're not doing it because we're like, oh, I might buy, I need to buy um, a towel right now, so I need to go look for a place. No, we're not doing that. We're basically putting all of these different places into our database. For example, I'll go to a store that I don't actually need anything from, but it sells nuts and seeds. And I'll go in, I'll check, I'll I'll look around. Okay, they have these, they have that, they have that. Okay, okay, okay I know that. Mm-mm. And I'm putting it all into my database, and so I know in the future, at any point in time, if I need that particular nut, if I need cacao butter, or I need um, almond flour, or I, if I ever needed it, or if anyone else around me needed it, I have it in my database, and so I can go and tell myself in the future, you know, be like, oh, remember that place you went to? It had this, 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 this. You can go there and check it out. Or if someone else asks me. You know, I don't know. Do you know? And I'm like, yeah. You know, actually, I saw it in this place, and I saw it at this other place as well. But I think this place was cheaper. Why don't you go check it out? And you know, I do this a lot. I'm I'm not interested in actually, or I don't need a lot of things in general. But I'm constantly doing these recon missions where I'll go to a restaurant and I'll see. Okay, I don't actually want to eat here, but I want to see what you have on your menu. Nowadays, it's really easy because on Google you have all the menus with the restaurants on Google Maps. And so a lot of times I'll spend an hour,、uh, a week, or something, just going through the map around me and seeing what are the different 
restaurants around me? What are the different cafes? What kind of food do they serve? Does it look good? Does it look like a place that I'd want to visit in the future? Does it look like a place that would be delicious? Does it look like a place that would be nice, aesthetically pleasing for me to sit and do my work? And so this is all being added into my database. It's not something that I need right now, the information, but in the future I might need it or someone else around me might need it. And then that's important because I want to have that information to give to people because I want to help people as well. It's not just for me. That would be extremely selfish. But all this information, this database information that I have is for everyone around me, right? And um, as I said, you know, I'll do these recon missions and I'll know a lot about a place within a couple of months. I mean, a lot of times I'll be sitting there in, you know, in a group of people and someone who's local, who's lived there for longer than me, will ask, you know, do you know where I can get this? And I'll be like, yes, yes, actually, I know, you know, go here, go there. I have these other two places. If you can't find it in this first place, message me and I'll tell you about this other place. And I was actually sitting with, um, with a bunch of people a few months back and uh, one of the girls who actually has lived here for a while, three or four years, and I had only been here for six months at that point. And she, you know, she's like, oh, I'm looking for a winter jacket, but um, I'm not, I can't find anything anywhere. I don't know what to do. And I was like, oh, I know where, I, where you can get a winter jacket. And, you know, I saw them yesterday. Uh, I, I drove past it. And what I did when I was drive, driving past this place was that, hey, that looks like a place that sells jackets. I don't need a jacket. I'm not going anywhere cold, but someone else might need it. So I'll put it into my database. And then I had that information in my database. And so the next day or, you know, just like the next week or very soon after this information was needed. And I told her, these are the two places I've seen them. You should go check it out and see if you can find anything. Right. And it's kind of funny, but as I said, you know, she's been living here longer, but she probably doesn't do these recon missions. Even now, I've been living in a bit for a year, almost a year now, actually. In May, it'll be a year. And... I still do these recon missions in different parts of a booth because it's, it's a pretty sprawling kind of um, town and you know it has little villages and towns near it and it's like a cluster of towns and so I, I might know a lot about what's going on in a booth but I might not know what's going on in Sukhavati which is another little town nearby or I might not know what's going on in Pengo second which is another little town, you know what I'm saying? So then that's what I do, you know, I'll just drive around in an area that I've never been to before, and I'm like, hmm, interesting, I've never been here before, let's see what's going around here. And I'll drive really slow on the side of the street, people honking at me saying, what are you doing? Well, not really, they know that I'm probably driving slow for a reason. And, you know, I'll just look around, like, oh, that place sells furniture, interesting, I've never seen that kind of furniture before. Oh, that place sells petrified wood furniture, that's really fascinating. And, you know, kind of like I just kind of go through, the, through all of the different streets and be like, hmm, this one wrong, this, this street food stall looks really delicious. I must try it. And sometimes I'll actually stop and I'll put a pin or I'll, you know, mark down the places that I really like so that I'm able to go back to them in the future. And so, you know, I, I know this video is supposed to be about planning, but I just wanted to show you a facet of how our brain works and how we plan for the future. Like, again, a lot of times you, I will not know when I will need this information. You know, I will have all of this information calculated and put into my database, but I don't know when I'll need it. I might need it. I might not need it, right? Uh, someone else might need it. Someone else might not need it. I'll, I might never use this information. You know, I have information of where you need to buy, where you can buy mosquito bats or where you can buy really big fans or really small fans. Have I ever used it? No. I might end up using it in the future. I have no idea. But again, this is information that's kind of like here and, you know, it's, our, it's, it's like 
planning for the future, but in a way that's very um, spontaneous, actually, I would say, right? Like, it's a really interesting you know, the, that we do this thing. And I know that this is probably a very specific example about travel. I just wanted to use this example because it's very poignant and it's kind of fun to talk about. I share a little bit about my life as well. But you know, I'm sure what you're doing in your life, not even with travel, but with other things, is very, very similar. You know, I know people who are majorly into money and investment in the stock market, and I know that they're constantly not only reading about the stock market, but constantly you know, reading about random things and putting it into their database. I do that too. I'm like, I'll read about a random stock. And I'm like, hmm, interesting. This looks interesting. I think this is going to be a good one. I'll put it into my database. And then a few days later, again, another stock. I'll put it in my database. And eventually, when the time comes right, and then it feels like, hmm, I should invest into this particular thing, then I can do it, right? Um, and I do have the cash for it, or I have the disposable income for it, or I think it's the right time for it. My intuition pipes up about it. And again, these are all like, it's again, I'm sure a little bit to do with introverted intuition, also a little bit to do with our perfectionist nature, also probably a lot to do with the fact that we like to plan and we're always thinking about the future, right? So all of this kind of amalgamates together to create this kind of storm, a good storm, where an INFJ sits in the middle of the storm and is able to kind of plan for the future in a way that's very different from the people around him or her. So, you know, people around me are not doing this. And my sister would always comment on this. She's like, you know all these random things about the places that you're in. And very quickly, even when I, when me and we, we moved to a different place, I was able to do this very quickly and kind of find, okay, where are the good, good places? Where is this, 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 this? And I, started able, I was able to accumulate data in my database because, you know, now I'm getting better at it. You know, I'm getting faster at it. I'm understanding my place. I'm understanding Bali better. Um, and so if you ask me, you know, where is the closest place where you can get a motorbike washed? I know where it is and I can tell you about it, right? <laughs> Random thing, but they do get their motorbikes washed here. Just like a car wash, actually. Um, so I wanted to kind of share this with you because I thought it'd be interesting. And I would love to hear from you if you have this kind of, uh, if you do this kind of thing yourself. But it doesn't have to be necessarily in travel it doesn't have to be in stock investing. You know, it could be in very interesting, weird things. You could be planning like this um, when you're doing your math exam or when you are um, planning for an interview or preparing for an interview. Uh, or it could be something very, very different from this, but similar intentions and similar ways of doing it. I just wanted to share this with you. Hopefully it kind of sparks something in you because when I, when I started observing this in myself, it was really fascinating for me to watch it because I really truly think it's a real big facet of introverted intuition, how it works. And as you all know, we're always trying to learn more about our intuition. So hopefully this helps you a little bit. Again, thank you so much for listening. You know, comment below, let me know what your experience with this is and I shall see you the next time around. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.